Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning, and yes, I do realize I'm a couple days late, but today I'm going to be breaking down all the big DC updates we've been getting over the past couple of days. Everything from that one Hollywood Reporter article about what is going on with Wonder Woman 3 and everything that could be coming after that, as well as the recent news about a cancelled Batman Beyond film. So I'm going to be breaking that all down in this episode. I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet and go through what I think could be true and not true. Now, just to start off right off the bat with the obvious, because if I had made this episode on Thursday, I wouldn't have had this, and I wanted to wait a few days to see how things would play out. James Gunn himself has come out on Twitter since this Hollywood Reporter article came out, you know, teasing a potential full reboot for DC, that some of the article is true, some of it's not true, some of it is half true, and some of it, they haven't, him and Peter Safran, the now two co-chiefs of or co-CEOs of DC Studios. Some of it, they have not yet decided whether it is true. So obviously, this shows, does kind of show the state of flux that they're in right now with the studio. And in this episode, I'm going to be breaking down what from this article I think could be true, what might not be true, and everything, all of that. And that's what I'm really going to be doing in this episode here based on what we've heard, based on what has been teased recently by recent DCEU films, and all that. So starting right off, we are going to be talking about the news of Wonder Woman 3, at least in its current form, current state, which I'll talk about in a minute, officially getting the axe. Now, just to kind of go through the timeline of what happened, obviously we had Wonder Woman 1984, which I think most people agree wasn't a very good movie, and wasn't the most well-received, wasn't very well-liked, but also, maybe most importantly, didn't perform as well as they wanted it to. I understand the unprecedented times we were in, but even then, they were hoping for that to be more of the kind of bringing everyone back kind of movie, which it absolutely was not. And now, it does mention this article that Gunn and Safran are expected to meet next week with David Zaslav to kind of present what they're planning, but... It's been officially confirmed that the sequel that Patty Jenkins was working on for Wonder Woman 1984 is not moving forward in its current incarnation, as it says here in this. And there's a few things that go into this. Firstly, they've been working on the story for this movie for at least a year now. I think it was first 100% confirmed that we were getting a Wonder Woman sequel and a third film back last year in October during DC Fandom if not even earlier than that. And since then, we've had Gal Gadot tease that they are working on a third one. They're planning to get to it soon. For me, it seems like all they really had was a treatment. Now, to kind of define what a treatment is in film terms, it is not a full script, but more of an outline to how the movie's going to look in terms of how the story and characters' journeys will play out. It is not a full script that they can just go into production with. And it seems like initially, from the Hollywood Reporter article, it kind of tried to play up that the film just didn't, and the project itself just didn't fit in with the plan that Gunn and Safran were making for the future of the DC, the DCU as it's now called. And that made it sound like, okay, it might have been good, but it just doesn't fit in with where they're planning to take the universe, which was the first thing we had in this article towards maybe a full reboot. But since then, we've had more reports come out that have kind of said that a lot of the the heads... um, Abdi and DeLuca, the heads of Warner Brothers Pictures, who first were the first people to get their hands on the treatment from Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns, who also co-wrote Wonder Woman 1984, they weren't fully happy with where, where they had taken the character and weren't, didn't really agree with Patty Jenkins, and it actually got into a bit of a petty 
back and forth from what we're hearing where Patty Jenkins literally sent one of the heads of uh, Warner Brothers Pictures what the definition of a character arc meant, the Wikipedia page for it. Now, apparently, since then, James Gunn and Peter Safran, the heads of DC, have contacted her and has, have given her a chance to maybe change that version of the movie. But she was not fired off the project. She herself decided to pack her bags and leave and get out of there before she was forced to change anything. And because of that, the project in itself, in the current form it's in, has kind of fallen apart. And if we do get a Wonder Woman 3 starring Gal Gadot, it will not be in this current in, in iteration with Patty Jenkins as the writer and director. And I'm not surprised by this because, again, Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984 weren't very well-received movies. But I also think that the biggest biggest issue with Wonder Woman 1984 was the writing and having the same writing duo come back, I think, was a pretty flawed idea from the beginning. As much as you loved what Patty Jenkins did in the first movie, I don't think it was the smartest idea to bring both her and Jeff Johns back to write a script. If you're going to bring back Patty Jenkins, I think you need to get another well-established writer in the comic book genre to come help her with the script because clearly her talent for me lie when she's executing so it is disappointing that we're not going to get her back to direct another wonder woman movie but i am very glad in a certain regard that um at least she we're not going to get it as anything more like wonder woman 1984 so i'm a bit mixed on their decision here but if they are indeed planning a full dc reboot maybe Gal Gadot's version of Wonder Woman will not be carrying forward. And maybe this was going to be her final outing. Or maybe the de- the reboot thing is not exactly what we're going to get. It's we're, again, Everything's kind of in flux right now, and it's really hard to break down. Another issue with the movie, apparently, was that it already had $32 million that it had to be paid to Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins. And who knows if they want to bring Chris Pine back. That's surely got to be at least another $10 million considering how big he is now. And it's kind of not really clear right now how, whether another Wonder Woman movie or Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman character will fit into future DC Universe, although Gal Gadot did put out an Instagram post recently teasing that she can't wait to share the next chapter with us, the audience. So it's extremely odd as in terms of what's going on right now. Now, what I break down next in the Hollywood Reporter article, I must read this paragraph because I think it's really important and a lot of people are overlooking it. It states in this article, and I quote, The rest of the DC slate remains in flux, or at least is being kept deep in a pocket of Gunn's own utility belt. But there are several rumors and possible scenarios to consider ahead of next week's meeting. So this is not confirmed. What's next? I think the main number one true thing that you can absolutely guarantee is that exactly what James Gunn was referencing to as being true was the official scrapping of Wonder Woman 3 and the treatment that was written for it. But everything else is either not true, might not, or is some of it maybe true and maybe something they haven't decided on. And I think the main thing that they haven't decided on is a sequel to Man of Steel. And it does mention this article that this is potentially the end of the Snyderverse. Maybe all the versions of the characters we have now casted in their form will no longer play the characters. And obviously that would include Henry Cavill as Man of Steel too. Now it should be noted that Henry Cavill is, firstly, appeared, spoiler alert, in the post credit scene of Black Adam. Everyone got excited, including myself. I felt ghibli in that seat. Excited to see him again. And it's important that 
we learn, and I guess from this article, that he did shoot a cameo for the Flash movie in September around the same time he filmed his cameo in Black Adam. But as of right now, there is a debate inside the studio as to whether or not to keep the cameo if its inclusion promises something that the studio may not actually end up delivering on. And because of this, and because of this, this does kind of show that maybe Henry Cavill's Superman isn't in DC's plans after all. And this would be really heartbreaking because they've just been getting us excited over the past month with that Black Adam. With Henry Cavill himself coming out and making it official through an Instagram post that he is back as Superman. Which is honestly one of my favorite things we've learned this whole year. But if they are going to go through with a full DC reboot, to me... I think they kind of have to commit and go all in. And if you're going to do this kind of half-measures move in keeping the actors but completely wiping everything clean, to me, that's exactly what they've been trying to do for the past five years anyways. And I think it would just show a lack of moving forward, especially with this new, you know, with Discovery coming in and taking over. It just seems so odd to me that they would still continue in the same path they've been going just with new and a lot smarter, I guess I could say, creative heads in the leads, which might work. And I would personally, myself, still prefer that. I just don't see them doing that because of how, of how much they've spent time planning over the past month and how they haven't even yet fully confirmed to David Zaslav what they're going to do. And obviously, it should also be mentioned here in this article that a sequel to Man of Steel has been, being, has been discussed over the past couple past month or two and that they were meeting with writers and Andy Muschietti who is directing the Flash movie even talked to them about maybe doing a Man of Steel film directing that would be a bit more in line with the tone of the original Superman the movie which is exactly what I personally would like to see in a Man of Steel sequels I hope we still get that and they were even discussing the Warner Brothers Pictures heads themselves of wanting another another Justice League movie with this with these actors to maybe see how it could play out, but it really does seem like James Gunn and Peter Safran came in and have tried to make a new plan and are kind of trying to move away from the Snyderverse and everything that that built up. So is Henry Cavill out as Superman? Officially, no. But if they do move on to the with the DC reboot fully, which I don't think James Gunn and Peter Safran are fully committed to doing yet but I do think that's where we will end up when we do learn of things in a couple of months. He will probably not play the character again, but I think as of right now, I don't think potential development of a future Man of Steel sequel has been fully halted, and I do still think the Warner Brothers picture side of the studio is still meeting with people about potentially developing one with Henry Cavill as the lead. But I think if he was just never to get to play the character again, I think it'd just be so heartbreaking for anyone such as myself who loves him in the role and think he's just been completely wasted. Next up is obviously the issue of Black Adam. Now, it's no secret that the film's been underperforming at best at the box office. Now, Dwayne The Rock Johnson himself has claimed that the movie is profiting between 50 and $70 million. And while I do believe him that the film will be profiting in those numbers, I... I find it kind of odd that all these major news outlets are kind of reporting that the film's planning to lose money. And I think it's just such a weird set of events to have this kind of contrasting information at the same time that clearly mention two very different things and something that I think should be pretty clear cut and not something that is a pretty mix. Like if one of these movies, if the movie's going to profit, it's going to profit. If it's not, it's not going to profit. But it does seem like 
from this article that a sequel to Black Adam, now this doesn't seem like they're speculating. It really does sound like a sequel to Black Adam in its current state is unlikely because of the way James Gunn and Peter Safran are moving and also how the film is unlikely to fully even break even. Now, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has talked about what he'd want to see from Black Adam's sequel, and it seems like, from one perspective, he had a lot less control than we actually thought. And it might actually be that his kind of playing up of things that he wants to make and is so confident on delivering might actually conflict with what James Gunn and Peter Safran are doing as a result. James Gunn and Peter Safran might want to to sway away from using him too much. And personally, for me, if James Gunn is out here tweeting pictures of Kingdom Come and things that he wants to do with the future of the DCEU, why would he make a sequel to Black Adam with him fighting Superman? To me, that just doesn't make much sense. And I don't think that if James Gunn and Peter Safran are going the direction of the full reboot, it doesn't really make sense, again, to just keep part of it. And if Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's been trying to play Black Adam for over 15 years, comes in for only one go-around, it's no secret that he's not going to be happy with that. But I'm really curious to see if Warner Brothers Discovery and David Zaslav approves of this, considering it seemed like before the release, he was very much into the idea of what Black Adam was bringing to the DC universe. But I think the other issue was that the movie overall just wasn't a great movie. And now having James Gunn, who is a director and writer himself, a great, you know, pair of those things, I think it's even more peculiar whether we're going to get about the prospect of another Black Adam movie. Because, and especially since people, the producers have mentioned they already have a sequel, they already have a sequel written. If it's anything like the first movie, I really don't think the new head CEOs of DC would allow it to go through because the first film had just such a flawed structure to it. It was just executed in a very entertaining way. So I'm really curious to see where that is going to go. So I think when it comes to Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam and a Black Adam sequel, I'm, I'm going to put this under the half-true category, and I do think it's unlikely that they just completely take out Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam. Another thing that is mentioned is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom potentially being Jason Momoa's last turnout as Aquaman. And I don't think this is the most unlikely scenario, because by the time that movie comes out, he would have played the character for five years in quite a few movies, obviously with Justice League, we saw him in Zack Snyder's Justice League again, but then we obviously had the first Aquaman and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So a decent little showing of tr- a trilogy, pretty much, for Jason Momoa's Aquaman. But obviously, it do- a couple weeks ago, James Gunn did put out a picture of Lobo, and that was like almost the same day in which Jason Momoa was out on Twitter and Instagram, just, or I think it was on his Instagram story, so he was just freaking out about a meeting he just had and what could be coming. And a lot of people were speculating it was to do with DC. And this article does address the rumor of Jason Momoa potentially Aquaman not only being the last movie with him as Aquaman, but also the last movie in the DCEU as we've known it for the past couple of years. And in this new rebooted DC universe, he could be playing Lobo. Now, just to chime in on this really quickly, I think he's perfect casting for Lobo. And if there's anyone who's going to play him, I think he's great. And we all know he's a big fan of the character. So I think this would be really cool. But I don't think this is something they've decided on yet. So I'm definitely putting this in the we haven't decided category. 
Now, then, then the Hollywood Reporter article does go on to address the plans for maybe a fully fresh DC universe. But it does also, you know, give a little asterisk that this is without really considering the potential success of other DC movies coming up, such as The Flash, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Augment, Lost Kingdom, and of course Blue Beetle, which recently got its first poster and will be releasing in theaters on August 18th, 2023. Now, to me, again, I just feel like with the Blue Beetle movie, if it's a movie that's set so far outside the DC universe, maybe it could be shaped to be the first of this new DC universe of movies. We've heard overall quite good things. Warner Brothers was confident enough in the screenplay, at least, maybe not how it was executed, depending on how it ended up going, that they promoted it because of the script they had from an HBO Max release to a theatrical movie, although admittedly, I think this was the previous regime who did so. And obviously, this kind of all leads to the poster we've had and now the finishing of production. Now, we've heard this is also a very long movie, so I don't really know if that's going to be edited with the new uh, CEOs in front of DC. But with the reboot, is or have they really just made one Blue Beetle movie and are kind of just going to leave the character and Jolo Marigüena's portrayal of the character there and never touch him again? I don't really know, but it's another possibility we have to consider. And when it comes to the full reboot, again, I think this is something they haven't decided on yet. But I do think maybe for the better health and them wanting to put their own stamp on the universe might be the only way to go. The article does also mention that, which really reassured me, that Peter, um, not Peter Gunn, Peter Safran and James Gunn are unlikely to touch the Matt Reeves Batman universe and let him kind of go in his own thing and have Robert Pattinson continue playing Batman, but also kind of allow the two TV shows they're making and a bunch of them with Penguin, the Arkham show, and then having future ones with Scarecrow and Kit Clayface and Professor Pig and whatever they're talking about, which, by the way, give me all of that. I am all in. But obviously, this is the side of the DC universe in film right now that I'm obviously the most interested in. I mean, you guys know how much I loved Matt Reeves as the Batman. It's, as of right now, still my second favorite movie of the whole year and my favorite comic book movie in years. I loved the Batman and if James Gunn was going to come in and get his hands in on that franchise and stop Matt Reeves from making any more standalone Batman movies, I'm not going to lie, I would have been completely turned off from really supporting where he's going with DC. Because to me, this is right now where DC has been at its strongest. And I really hope Matt Reeves gets to continue. And from this, it sounds like they will. However, it does seem like the development of the sequel will be under James Gunn and Peter Safran, which is different from Joker. Folly Ado, which will not be under James Gunn and Peter Safran. So that, the development of that movie, even though it's, par it's partnering with DC Studios, from what I understand, will be under the actual heads of Warner Brothers Pictures, which is Pam DeLuca and Mike, Pam, Pam, Pam Abdi and Mike DeLuca, I should say. Sorry, my mistake. Another thing before right we go that was just confirmed just a couple of hours ago, which was that they were in DC, was indeed planning a Michael Keaton-led Batman movie which the rap, I think, officially revealed would have been a Batman Beyond movie in which Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman would have also come back to be in it. And obviously, they were going to introduce Terry McGinnis in a Batman Beyond movie. And that movie has officially been scrapped and apparently was scrapped by the new heads of DC Studios with James Gunn and Peter Safran. Because obviously, I think we've known for a while, that is definitely not the direction they want to go in bringing in older Batman to do Batman Beyond. Now, I think the idea of the Batman Beyond they were going for here, which was actually interesting because this movie has never been officially announced, but it has been reported by a few people here and there. A couple of journalists on YouTube, I remember, first broke the news, and I really I was looking forward to it based on that. But I think 
the Batman Beyond movie that they're describing that this movie would have been is not the Batman Beyond movie that I think a lot of you would have wanted. And I think the movie you would have wanted, a very futuristic style Batman movie with Terry McGinnis, like a punk rock feel, is not what they were going for. And they were just trying to make a Batman Beyond movie set in modern time in the main DCEU timeline, which to me is not Batman Beyond. That's just Batman Now or whatever you want to call it. So personally for me, while I would love a Batman Beyond movie, and I would actually almost prefer they make a like a Spider-Verse style high budget animated Batman Beyond movie, I think personally for me the cancellation of this was the right direction to go because I think the idea of having Michael Keaton be the main universe Batman, as much as people say, oh, he's in great shape, he can still play Batman, to me it's a flawed idea and I think it's pretty silly because why would you want to have a Batman who can't really do a lot of what Batman is known for? And to me, when you have Matt Reeves as the Batman universe, Robert Pattinson, Nuke, so on, you have a great Batman and Ben Affleck sitting on the sidelines. Why not take advantage of that? Now, obviously, they won't be bringing Ben Affleck back, and it has also been rumored that Ben Affleck has been cut out of Aquaman Lost Kingdom. But again, that's another thing they haven't officially confirmed, so I'm not going to get into that too much. But to me... Batman Beyond getting canceled with Michael Keaton, I think, is absolutely the right thing to do. And I do think, while James Gunn didn't address this particular news in the article, because it wasn't in the article, it came out separately a day later, to me, this is 100% true, and this they will not be moving forward. But I do think James Gunn has something, obviously, with Batman Beyond, because I think he's the type of creator to look to these animated things and want to develop more about that. So with that said, that comes to the end of this little news breakdown for DC. I hope you guys enjoyed everything we talked about in here and let me know if there's anything else you want me to break down in the future relating to dc and maybe give my you know own pitch for what i would want out of the dc universe i've been curious to do that and i've got winter break coming up in a week so we'll absolutely work on that if this episode does well and you let me know by sending me a voice message over on anchor thank you guys so much for listening i'll catch you all next time Bye bye